It's the Sunday Chronicle on Stax 92.1. It's the Sunday Chronicle. We gon' give the news and keep you up to date. From crimes to the politics, you gon' know what's up around your way. We give two thumbs up to everyone out here doing their thing. We gon' show men love to all the ones working hard in communities. It's the Sunday Chronicle. Good morning and welcome to the Sunday Chronicle. I am your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you from Stacks 92.1. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. I'm really excited to be here today and I'm excited about our guest and her name is Miss Bonita Mitchell. She is a recording artist that resides in, the, in Benton Harbor, Michigan, and she's got a lot of things going on right now. She has a nonprofit. Uh, it's called Thread of Hope Records, and um, she's got a lot going on. So what, what I'll do is I'm going to step aside. I'm going to allow Miss Bonita to introduce herself, and I wanted to say, Bonita, thank you so much for being here today. I am honored to have you here, and, and we get to talk some more. So, so why don't you tell the audience, the listeners, a little bit more about yourself, uh, your, your recording career, and how you use your gifts to benefit the community as a whole. Thank you so much, Janice. I really, really appreciate this opportunity. Uh, Thread of Hope Records was uh, birthed probably about 20-some years ago where a um, student really had committed suicide and they wanted a program that was going to empower the kids. Uh, It's interesting because it was mental health issues way back then and now we're back in 2022 dealing with the same kind of social issues and mental health. But the exciting thing is that we use music and performing arts to help address those hard-to-discuss issues. I traveled on the road with Stevie Wonder for 10 years, only to find out that even in the entertainment industry, you had people that were fighting through those mental health issues Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. find peace. So the exciting thing is that we've been working in the area of Benton Harbor, all Claire Niles, California, Minnesota, helping young people really uncover trauma, hitting feelings of um, unhealthy choices through music and performing arts. And that is wonderful. I, I too, am a fan of the arts. Um, I consider myself an artist. So when I see someone using their gifts to benefit the community and not just the Benton Harbor area, but you're all over. And that is wonderful because we need this all over. We need to have more of an awareness and destigmatize uh, the the uh, the the views around mental health. We need to make sure that people know it's okay to be okay. It's okay to have a uh, do a self inventory and check in with, with self. I mean, would, would, do you agree? Yes, I do agree, Yannis. And I think that the awesome thing is that when we when we look at all of our childhoods, there are things that have happened. Uh, that have traumatized us, and a lot of us are adults now, and we're working around with that same hurt and pain, and hurt people hurt people. Yes. So we've actually created journals to uh, unleash some of those feelings along with music mm-hmm. and the arts to be able to allow it to, 
not be so difficult to embrace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, need. And and I and and I do believe there's a healing power in music. And what would you say? Just give me an example uh, um, of some of the ways that music is a therapy in 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 this instance. Well, it first of all makes you feel good. It, it um, I mean, if I'm if I'm feeling down, it's like music is one of those therapeutic pieces. Um, one of those therapeutic pieces that will give you serenity, even with, I mean, I found myself writing when I get angry, and that's what we're teaching the kids on site. We're also running programming in Colbert, Michigan, where mm-hmm, the kids are mm-hmm. journaling, rapping, singing, anything imaginable to be able to get those feelings out so we can help identify them before they get before they become out of control. Let's okay. put it that way. And so um, if I hear you correctly, this is a way to teach our youth and others healthy, healthy coping mechanisms when it comes to mental health, right? Yes, it is. Yes. And let me tell you something. Uh, we, we do pre and post tests, and the data is, is alarming because a lot of the babies that start the program, after they've gone through this program, you can see the light, you can see them. It's, it's unbelievable to see the transformation. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that we've done is allowed them to have a platform to explore what's going on inside of them without actually having to talk to them all day long. Now, now what would you say was the catalyst to help you to, to start such an um, organization? What was it that, that, that jarred you that, that said, uh, you know what, I need to do this for the community, for the kids? You know what, Yannis, I was one of those little insecure girls. I had five mm-hmm. other siblings that I felt were absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I felt like I was the ugly duckling in the family, a repeated kindergarten two times. So I, I really felt like the underdog. Mm. And it was my singing. I used to sing Stevie Wonder songs, even though my mom, Alice McAfee, was a singer. Mm-hmm. I used to sing Stevie's songs at the age of five. Oh, wow. And because he was such a, a, um, a philanthropist, I mean, everything was about helping people in love. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. I got the opportunity to travel with him, I took that opportunity and said, you know what? I know how I felt as a kid and I didn't have a voice. It's very important to give these kids and families a voice of self-expression and music and the arts is one of those, one of those inviting uh, techniques. And it's a, it's an innovative technique to get them really talking and to realize that, you know what? I am valuable. Yes. I mean, it happened to me. I was transformed and, and my job now is to make sure that every kid on this planet has mm. the opportunity to experience what I've experienced. And this is this is wonderful because it it just doesn't stop in one area, I believe. And I well, no, I I will say I know that this is an area that um, we should all address, right? We go to the doctor if we have a sprained ankle. I mean, we go to the doctor if we even think we're sick, right? The, uh, the an MD. But in regards to mental health, it just seems to be so taboo. Especially, you know, I'm going to speak from my own experience in the African-American community. You know, I I did not grow up hearing a lot of people talk about going to the therapist. I I did indeed hear um, some people uh, that were 
outside of the African-American race, uh, they were a lot more open about going to see a therapist, about talking to counselors, about um, those types of things. And it just seems as though we are disproportionately affected when it comes to not only mental health, but health in general. I mean, in the county where I reside, Ingham County, there was a health crisis. Racism was publicly declared a health crisis by the board of commissioner and in that it states how African Americans have um, suffered due to uh, systemic racism ingrained into the the fabric of our society you know from the beginning and and since we've been over in uh, the Americas so um, you know that's just my experience just speaking from my perspective but but how do you feel about that? It's like you're right on target. And uh, again, when we embrace the fact that, you know, through slavery, we've been traumatized and a lot of the traumatization continues unless we get to a point where we're able to help identify some of those feelings. As I said before, if, if we don't talk about it, a lot of us are walking around and we've been traumatized, we've been hurt. I mean, you figure from child molestation to right. low self-esteem, yes, yes. everything after low self-esteem just kind of trickles down. And if we don't get a handle on that or identify it, it's going to show up in other areas of our life. And yes. that's why one of the journals that we've done, we're working on that curriculum now called These Feelings I've Got. Uh. It's very important to identify how you're feeling, what yes. your thought process is, so therefore you can say, you know what? I'm just a negative thinker. Let me just kind of re- revisit the things that are yes. uh, allowing me to go into this area of thinking. But yes. the great thing is that when we're able to identify it, put it on a platform, and then find that purpose of why you were created, it gives you more of a confidence in who you are. Yes. And you can walk a little bit higher and yes. be a little bit more proud of yourself. That, yes. Those are some of the techniques that we're using right now, the and- music. And that's awesome that you are helping to set an example. You are living it so people can say they know how to express themselves, you know, through art, through music, through the the healing of writing. So so I mean, I again, I commend you for doing this because it's so much needed and 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 since you know we're talking about your organization if someone is interested in participating volunteering or, or such how do they get a hold of you how can they reach you Benita they can reach us through toh records mm-hmm. at sbcglobal.net through email okay. we also have a website tohrecords.com uh, bonitamitchell.com and uh, it, we have a, a platform on Facebook, the ISM Music and Entertainment Industry Academy, where once again, we're allowing this fun, exciting way of uh, reaching very hard to discuss issues, mental health and social and emotional issues through music and the arts. That's wonderful. I, I'm just I'm, I'm excited because like I already want to ask if you want to collaborate on a project or something because yeah. um, I <laughs> I just feel like we're we're so on the same page and in alignment and uh, so much of my work has been um, you know uh, uh, built around mental health and and mm. um, learning to deal with the everyday um, things that that affect mental health. And it's I feel that it's good that we're talking about it to know that 
that everyone has um, things that they deal with as far as mental health when it comes to stress, anxiety, depression, those types of things are normal emotions. But what I look at is how we're trained to cope with such things. You know, are, are, is it, are we going in a healthy direction? Or are we doing something that's not so healthy, you know, borderline destructive, you know, in regards to mental health? You know, have we been conditioned to, to cope with that by working ourselves in the ground? by putting other things ahead of us in our self-care. And that's just me in reflection. You know, when I think about myself, say, five years ago to now in how I walk and make sure when I'm walking through, you know, my journey that I'm taking the time out to make sure I am taking care of self. The holistic person for me includes making sure I am healthy uh, and I have a, a healthy mental state, you know, because I want to be productive. I want to be a productive person. I want to produce for my family, for the community as a whole. And with that, you know, I know that I need to be here. Right. And for that, I need to be healthy mentally, spiritually, physically, financially, the whole package so I can give you know, what it is I have to give and live my purpose, serve my mm -hmm. purpose when I am here. So, so, um, I, again, I am just really excited to be talking to you and I want to take a quick minute to do a station ID. My name is Giannis Jackson. I am your host for the Sunday Chronicle, uh, coming to you from Stacks 92.1. I'm here for you every Sunday morning at 7 a.m., 7 a.m. And today, our guest is Miss Bonita Menchel, and she resides in the Benton Harbor area, and she is the founder of Thread of Hope Records. She is uh, doing great things in her communities, communities outside her community, nationwide, to address the crisis of mental health. So we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, I'd like to shift a little bit and talk to uh, Bonita about saving myself. There's some things she She's got a lot of things going on, a lot of irons in the fire that I want to discuss with her when we come back from this break. I'm the type to dance to her very own beat. Ask me where I am, probably someone singing. Around my way, they call me Jingle Queen. Because I sing about everything. I just do it, Nike. Have it your way, Burger King. Snap, crackle, pop, go rice, crispy. Welcome back 
to the Sunday Chronicle. Again, this uh, this is Giannis Jackson coming to you from Stacks 92.1. This is the platform for community because community knows what community needs. Today, we are talking to our special guest, Miss Bonita Mitchell. She is a recording artist that is reaching out and touching many with her thread of hope or uh, Thread of Hope Records organization, which ad- addresses uh, mental health challenges. And she's also doing some other interesting things that I wanted to talk to her about. Hey, tell me, Benita, tell me a little bit about saving myself. I read a little bit about it, but I'd like to hear it from you because I know you will articulate it well. I'm saving myself is the, um, the nonprofit of our parent company, Thread of Hope Records, we found out after we had been going into the schools, uh, dealing with social issues, two years going into another district, that a student had planned on um, committing suicide. Uh, he had planned the date, the time, and we were, he's like, Benita, if anybody has a question whether or not this program works, I'm living witness. He said, the day that Miss Katie Jagir, which one of our uh, recording artists, to this group at the school, uh, our theme song, I'm Saving Myself, which is an abstinence song, I took it and I applied it to my life and recommitted myself to God because I was going to kill myself. But Mm. because of the lyrics of that song, I'm living to this day. So Thread of Hope actually birthed the I'm Saving Myself nonprofit, where, and it's interesting because it's been suicide prevention, unhealthy choices, and we look at suicide two different ways. I mean, you can be walking dead or you can basically complete the act of, of killing yourself, but that's how it was birthed, and we're still rolling in the schools, making sure that students can understand their value so we can help cure that whole um, insecurity and give them a reason to want to live. I thank you for sharing that today. I mean, and I know that's something that does cross the, the mind of many when they feel like they're in a place that is so low that they can't get up or just so dark that they are not able to see what's around them. And so you were able to pull yourself out of this dark pit. And, and if I can ask you, and it's okay if you don't answer this, um, but what was it that made you feel so low that you would even consider such a thing? You're such a beautiful person. Well, but think about it. Actually, it was one of my students who felt that way. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. He just said he, he was in a very dark place uh, dealing with the uh, um, actually of the uh, had been molested early. Mm-hmm. And then actually, you know, he was a middle school student trying to figure out exactly whether or not uh, being bullied and, and laughed at because he had tendencies of a, of a young lady. And uh, he wanted to end his life. Mm. He wanted to end his life. So the great thing about it is that he was able to really embrace the message of making healthy choices, and he's living to this day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was that middle school trying to figure out, you know, I've been molested as a child, and it, 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 all kind of things happen to our babies who grow up being adults and with those same tendencies. Mm-hmm. But we've got to help help them understand that you you don't you don't have to continue to be some of the things that happen to you 
that weren't positive in your life. Right. I I so agree that, you know, uh, there are things that happen in our lives that are not in our control, and we are not those situations. Those situations do not define us. Yes, they help to shape who we are, you know, in our character. But um, just knowing that it's not our fault when those horrible types of things happen. So it's, it's good that you can be there and have something, uh, a safe space where people can um, learn how to cope and express themselves and describe to others how they feel so they do feel a part of something and so they do know that they're not all alone and other people do go through those types of things and so I'm just glad that people can come together and relate to each other and use uh, something so special as music and the arts to to lead to healing to lead think about it a lot of times we think the things that have happened in our life shape our character and who we are, but actually it's the platform that we're able to use to actually help someone else and really walk in our purpose. Yes. Things don't happen to us to allow us to be um, less, but they happen to us for us to understand just how great we are and how we can impact the lives of others by sharing with them how we made it through. Yes, and 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 that's when I look at my life um, and the things that I uh, that I recall, they don't seem as pleasant for me. I like to take those experiences myself and what I've learned and give that to someone else. So maybe they don't have to go through the same things that I went through. You know, I Mm -hmm. can tell them this is how I got out. Maybe it won't work the same, but you know, I've been in a similar place to you and it's okay. You know, we are here for you. And this is um, getting back to this show being a community platform. This is exactly what this show is designed to do is to connect people, to sew together the fabric of communities, not a community, but communities, because we're all connected in that if we work together, then we can create an even bigger movement, right? A bigger movement of healing, self-care, um, a movement where we're able to work together, move together as far as our work, make progress in those areas where it has seemed stagnant for so many years, you know, not to just take action to appear we're doing things to help people, you know, because we've had all these traumatizing things with, with race and, and whatnot. But, but, you know, what are we, we really doing to address that? Not in lip service. And, and, right. and, and you go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no. Yeah, I mean, think about it. You know, it's, it's also getting to a place where we're so comfortable in the scan that we've been created in, mm-hmm. that we can respect what everybody brings to the table. We allow the things that the Lord have allowed us to go through, give him the credit so therefore we're not really trying to build so much of who we are, but how powerful he can be through us if we allow him to reign. And yes. therefore not not dog each other out, but respect what you bring to the table so we all can complete that positive puzzle. Yes, and I and I, I do um, for myself 
I like to bring balance to my life by looking at those experiences that were negative or feel bad to me. What was the positive thing that came from this? What did I gain from this? What did I learn? And how can I help to um, disseminate information, the things that I've learned? What's the best way to connect people with the information and resources? And that's what I would like to do uh, with this this show um, and, and just continue to help us move forward together as people, not just black people or white people, but people in general. Community is made of people with a common interest right and there can be uh different things that make us a community such as race and and so on but the bigger picture connects us um with our common interest to move forward as a race a human race right i believe we're social creatures designed to work together ultimately we'll be able to Explore our full potential if we're if we learn how to work together, not always agree on everything. Right. right. But to work together yes. for the good of the yes. whole. Right. Without a doubt, because once again, it's all about opportunity. If we really look at our circumstances and situations as opportunities where we can really be a blessing, we don't even look at it. We, look, we start to look at things differently. I don't look at my. Uh, the program or the ministry as work. Mm -hmm. I look at it as an opportunity to be a blessing to someone. And I think that's what makes life so awesome when you stop focusing on some things that are going to just benefit me, where my life is now focused on, okay, well, what is it that I can do for others? Even if it's not positive, I'm going to use it as an opportunity to bless somebody. Yes. And that's so good when you can come to that space where you're saying those things, you know, and that right there is progress, right? That's progress. And that's what I see. And so it's, it's wonderful to see what you're doing with our youth. And, and I'm going to pivot a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Now you are a singer. What genre are you mostly singing gospel? Is it a, a myriad of things that you sing different genres? Well, I sing gospel. I'm a gospel singer. Okay. Uh, but I've had to create a intervention, prevention CD with mental health, social, and emotional issues, mm-hmm. dealing with all of those suicide, uh, drugs, alcohol, violence. But I'm now working on my uh, one project that's called Jesus. Mm-hmm. This is my second CD. The first one was It Is Well With My Soul. Mm, and it's, okay. it's, it's freeing to know that at the end of the day, the only, the only solution is Jesus. Yes. The only solution is for me to get up every morning mm-hmm. and believe that he did die, that God did send him. So mm-hmm. therefore, the things I'm going through, he's already paid the cost. I just got to believe it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, hey, you said it. And, you know, I, I'm really, um, you know, I'm impressed with your work. I, I think it's great. And I, I wanted Thank to you. ask you a little bit about um what you do in your personal time? I mean, I, I know that this is your passion. This is what you're called to do. But but tell me about, you know, what you do for fun and, you know, that sort of thing. Let let our listeners know what, what types of stuff you enjoy and what makes you laugh. Let me tell you what's interesting. My my husband is a pastor. Uh-huh. I, I, am a, I am a first lady. 
but I spend my time, I, I would say most of my great times, probably like 5, 6 o'clock sometimes in the morning when I'm talking to the Lord, getting ready to uh, meet, meet, meet his people all day long. And I, I, the greatest joy I get is uh, being able to put a smile on someone's face, mm. getting up in the morning, allowing my house to be uh, the atmosphere to be filled with the Spirit of God. So therefore, in spite of what we're dealing with, we can still have joy mm. in the midst of it. So that, that my, that's my life. Hey, and look, I'm going to say amen to that. I wish I had the easy button because I'd push it right now. That'd be a good place <laughs> to do that. <laughs> because I... <laughs> and, and I got to look, I, I, I told my guest last time, last week, I, I need to get a cowbell. So when, I, when it gets exciting and, and, you know, when things are really, really, you know, uh, amped up, that I start ringing that cowbell. I need a little more noise in the background, you know. Uh, so <laughs> with that being said, you know, that time is growing near, uh, Benita. But I would like to see if you want to leave something. If you can leave one thing with the community, with our listeners, what would that be? Any one thing, and I'm going to let you go ahead and, and say that one thing. Take the opportunity to love, mm. to embrace, and put smiles on someone else's face. Mm. And, and you know what? With that, I'm going to say that part, explanation point, and won't dare it is. All right. Now, Miss Benita. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you for being here today, being our special guest on the Sunday Chronicle, the platform for the community, because community knows what community needs. I'd like to thank you again and thank our listeners for being here. I want you all to know that my name is Giannis Giannis Jackson, the host of the Sunday Chronicle, heard every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. on Stacks. 92.1 and we're going to take it away and I say here have a great week people goodbye